Hey there, this is Brooke Boone, founder of Holy Yoga, and I'm so glad that you're with us for our podcast, Going Deeper podcast series. And these are uh, just, you know, 10 or 12 minute brief conversations just to support some of the uh, work that the ministry is doing and really kind of setting the seed and the truth of who we are in Christ in the hearts of those who listen. So grateful for you listening, thankful for you being a part of it. And, you know, just a little caveat, like this is real time, this is real life. So if you hear a, hopefully not a doorbell, or if you hear (laughs) a landscaper in the background, this is just who we are. And this is just what we're doing, just bringing the word uh, as simply as we can manage and knowing that the Lord will do a good work with it. So thanks for being here. This month, we get to talk about identity. And we have have um, a dear, one of my very best friends with us today, but a friend of mine, a friend of Holy Yoga's, um, her name is Renee Wooster, and she's with us uh, to talk about identity, and we just could not be more thrilled. She uh, does a lot of good work with her husband, but also on her own as a speaker and a mentor, a consultant. She's really a leader's leader, and uh, you can learn more about her and what she's up to at DawnAndRenee.com. But over the next 13 days, our 13 days, we'll be chatting with her, and I uh, know that it'll bless me me to get to do it, and I pray that it'll bless you. So welcome to your Identity um, podcast series for Going Deeper. Hi, friends. Glad you're back with us. Um, here with Renee Wooster today. Mm-hmm. So Good morning. Uh, thank you for being here. We're talking about uh, the servant's heart today. Mm-hmm. Um, I love in the inspiration from the devotional today, the, the entry or the beginning sentence says this, One clear indication that our hearts aren't surrendered to God's holiness is a resistance towards serving others. Mm -hmm. Um, John 3.30 from the NIV says, he must become more and I must become less. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about that one clear indication that our hearts aren't surrendered to God's holiness is a resistance towards serving others. Wow. A resistance towards serving others. Which, by the way, I should say good afternoon or good evening, too, because it'd be whenever you're, anyone's listening to this, <laughs> yes. whatever part of the world you're in. Thank you for in. being so inclusive. <laughs> I appreciate that. I love, I love that about you. Nobody's left behind on Renee's watch. Okay, so, that, so John is saying Christ must become more. Yes. Right? So that we, so is it saying that we become less in that? Or that we well, I think you know when we were talking about mistaken identity in an yeah. earlier podcast, we were talking about the narrative, yeah, and we were talking about how much time we spend um, with the story mm-hmm. and how when we bring our gifts, what are we bringing with it? And like it's one yeah. thing to bring your gift and leave it on the altar, but then do you go home and narrate to yourself incessantly about? how you brought it, yeah. what what you did, why is it not being received? Like, what is the posture of the heart? Yeah. Um, so I think that that's that he must become more and I must become less. Those, uh-huh. the, the pattern of the mind, yeah. the incessant thought pattern, which causes anxiety, Psalms 94 says that. Yeah. It's that incessant anxious thoughts that actually needs to be intersected yeah. from, by the power of the Holy Spirit. So that he must become more and I must become less. When I read that, I go, at least in my own estimation, yeah. it's a lot about that narrative. It's like, who's getting, who's writing the story? Who's mm-hmm. narrating the story of my life? Yeah. I think it's interesting because <clears throat> it's like God's math is interesting, yeah, right? It is. Yeah. That he would say something has to become, this has to become greater 
But in order for that to happen, this has to become less. But less is not less how maybe we would think of it. Less is more like less dependent on me. Yes, thin. Yes. And so in order to have Christ be elevated, it means that my, I have to decrease in my own um, estimation. Yeah. And also my dependency on me. Yeah. And so there's a dependency that Christ is asking us for Christ to become more that what has to decrease inside of me is not me as a person, although Christ does ask us to die. But (laughs) (laughs) there's that. (laughs) So that's all the way. But more about, I think in that particular way, what keeps us from decreasing? That would probably be my my question about if if Christ is is asking in order for him to become more in our life, what does it look like for me to become less in this area? Right. And not less as a person, because I think that's the part that it's not this um, it's the mild, is- mild flavor. It's so much not that to me. It's more about meekness, which is meekness is power under power strength. Under strength. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's, it's this idea that um, what do we do to decrease? It means that we're supposed to have dependency on Christ. Mm. But in order to have dependency on Christ, I think there's a few things that we have to look at in our own self. So one would be competition, Mm -hmm. another would be comparison, and another would be complacency. So I think one of the things that happens for us to decrease is we have to be aware of, because, you know, if you're a competitive person, then you're going to go, well, I need to get ahead. And and when the Lord looks at people who are asking to be in the front, he always says, you should be in the back. And that's what servant leadership is about. Mm-hmm. Real leaders actually serve. That's right. And so that's how you look at the people below you. Don't go, and I'm in charge, and I'm in front, right? <laughs> not, not the Joan of Arc kind of mantra, which is, let all those who love me follow me, right? right. <laughs> <clears throat> not so turn much around, Turn around, ain't nobody. You're like, where's everyone? <laughs> where's everyone? <laughs> well, I don't even like me. Where'd, where'd everyone go? I'll come with you. <laughs> But I think you have to be aware in order to be a servant, how, what you do with competition. Yeah. And I think competitive people, I'm a competitive person. I'm uncomfortable with the ambition and the, the competitiveness inside of me. I don't like mm. to look at it. Mm. Mm-hmm. If you're truly a competitive person, you don't really want to look at that part of you. Right. Which is all things, right? When we have, we have to turn and look at the things inside of us. You're like, what? 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 Well, that makes me, <laughs> wow. Excuse me. I think that some of it is like you can see whether you're competitive by uh, if you play cards or game like that will truly show you like you can just, oh, hey, let's play a casual game. And then the competitive part comes out for everyone. I I do not have one bone in my body that's competitive. You don't. So funny. No, I just don't. I mean, like, I just don't care. Yeah. (laughs) So see, but that's 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 yours. Right. My own. Right. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. But. But it might be for someone else the idea of as soon as you have to decrease, you are comparing yourself. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so that I've got another one. If you whatever your okay, other two good. are, I'm sure I'll identify there. <laughs> <laughs> so in order to decrease, you might be too much looking around at what everyone else is doing and comparing your giftedness, your plight, your situation to yeah. everyone else in your life. That's right. And so that might keep you from decreasing because sure. you're so worried about what everyone else is doing that it's hard for you to decrease because you're like, you're so focused. It's so distracting to compare. Yeah. It's so distracting, yes. right? Right. I mean, 
I was in a yoga class not that long ago and I was, I was noticing someone there. There's, there's plenty of people in yoga classes to be distracted by. Yeah, totally. But I, I was totally. distracted by this woman in the front and she was really all yoga. Like there was a lot of yoga, a lot of yoga, a lot of yoga going on. A lot of yoga. And, and then what was funny is I wasn't as distracted by her as I was the woman who was distracted by her. Oh, yeah. You were annoyed that she was. She was, was like, oh, my God. Like, what are you doing? You're just spending your whole time looking at that woman. Meanwhile, you're looking at both I'm of looking, them. Yeah. I'm looking at the woman who's looking at her because she's trying to do the thing that the other woman's doing. Does this all make sense? Oh, so, in my really warped way. It totally makes sense. Yes. But I was thinking like, well, mine isn't that, but mine is being distracted by the person who's doing the comparison. Right. So it might even be that you're not, you're not um, participating with comparison, but you're, you're judging. distracted and judging somebody who's comparing. <laughs> that right? sounds more like me. Yeah. <laughs> so that might keep us from decreasing. The other one is complacency and saying, well, I, I don't think I'll ever, and maybe that comes from a, a root of like defeat is going, I'm not ever going to be enough. I'm mm. not going to ever make it. It's, I'm not going to be as good as everyone else. So yeah. then you're just complacent has you have complacency in your place. Mm-hmm. And so that might be the thing that keeps you from decreasing because decreasing means that I have to do some inner work with Christ to find out what how to depend on him. Yep. I have yep. to in order for and him to I'm increase. What I'm attaching to. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. those are ones that come to my mind as far as that and verse goes. And what's the third one? The complacency. Complacency. Yeah, so competition, comparison, complacency. I mean, Got I'm it. sure that there's more, but when I think about the increase and decrease, I think it's more that I'm distracted by those things in order to become less. Yep. In order mm-hmm. for something to become more, if, if you've ever been in a situation where you watch someone yield who's powerful to someone else who's less... Mm-hmm. Or someone else that they go, oh my gosh, they kind of bow. I remember um, early in ministry that I watched a person of power and they went and served someone else um, communion and then they prayed for them and they actually bowed, they actually took a knee next to mm-hmm. them. And it was so moving to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I think that's what happens when somebody really has a sense that they can decrease and be okay. Amen. Yep. But I think in that humble place, it's really like you're scared that you won't ever, um, what is it? What is it that we're scared of? If we decrease, that we won't be well, known or we won't, what is it? Well, I think it's a lack of control. <clears throat> like I oh. think, I think we know, I love, I just, there's so many things I could say right now, but I was, I got a, a dear friend of mine prayed for me for 50 days and every day she wrote a card. And some of them have scripture, some of them have mm. song lyrics, some, you know, whatever. And one of them on the front of the card said, trust the process. And I was like, I hate mm. this statement. Yeah. Because process is what we do to cope. Yeah. But trusting the process means you yield completely. Yeah. Your control to the process. I can't manipulate I can't yeah. defend, oh, I can't make yeah. it work, right? It really requires trust. So yeah. that, that process, um, mm. what you were saying, what are, what, are, what are we afraid of? And I think part of the fear is like letting go of the control yeah, of how it. we navigate that process. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what we're afraid of. Yeah. Um, 
but it's that servant. I, I was just thinking, you know, to wrap up just this brief, I mean, I could talk to you for an hour on every mm-hmm. single topic, but um, I remember being at retreat a couple of years ago and I said this and I meant it and I say it all the, all the time still, but I was like, ain't nobody need more of you. That's you right. know, like yeah. in terms of your servant leadership yeah. in the in the heart of a servant, it's like, please don't bring yeah. more of you. Please bring right. your servitude to Christ to the right. table because ain't nobody need more of you. Like yeah. you're great. Yeah. <laughs> like you're incredible. Like yeah. Renee, but if I'm in a situation, the last right. thing I need to be served, the last thing I need is Renee serving me. The more yeah. I need Jesus. Yeah. I need the hands and feet. Yeah. Um, the next conversation we'll have, or pre- actually a previous conversation in, in this cadence is about the body and being the multiple mm. parts of the body. So um, that'll probably yield some good like cross back. Yeah. Uh, but thanks for this mm-hmm. conversation on the servant's heart and that which kind of gets yeah. in the way. That's so, good. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Talk soon. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.